Hey, we're Todd and Kristen. Join us as we learn to become fearless in love. Welcome to the Fearless in Love podcast. We are glad that you have joined us. Last week, I got a little break while <laughs> Kristen and Becca had a, a really, really good conversation about femininity and what that looks like, and uh, I enjoyed it. Uh, not just because I didn't have to plan for the week, but just I just enjoyed the conversation. I appreciate you guys doing that. It was very fun. I loved it. So this week, you get to talk the whole time. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. No, we're going we're gonna to share. Okay. and yeah, We'll take turns. We'll take turns. <laughs> well, so we, we have been on this journey over the last several weeks talking about Ephesians 5 and the role of the husband and the role of the wife and what that all looks like and masculinity and femininity. And we promised we were going to head into a discussion about one flesh. And as we talked about that, and what I'm referring to is Ephesians 5.31, it says, starts, therefore, a man shall leave his father and mother and hold fast to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. This mystery is profound, and I'm saying that it refers to Christ and the church. And so we were going to begin a discussion about what it means to be one flesh. And those of you who have been following along with us in the podcast know that in the very beginning, uh, you know, we shared the why behind Fearless and Love in the first episode. And then we talked about how in order to be fearless in love, we have to be able to be fully known and we have to be able to fully trust. And then we talked about God's design for sex. And then from that, we took a step back and we began to examine, like, what are some of the things that keep us from being fully known, keep us from fully trusting. And the reason that we did that is because I don't believe that we can be truly one flesh in the way that this is referring to, in the way that it's going to be a representation of that relationship with us, unless we've been able to work through that process to become fearless in love. And we talked about a number of things. You know, we talked about the impact that shame has on us and how can we begin to rethink that shame and how can we think about shame in a way that instead of it being something that keeps us separated from each other, it's actually something that is really a warning light that we know, okay, if I'm feeling shame, then that means that number one, it's an invitation from Jesus to invite him into that place and to allow him to come into that spot for deeper healing. And it's also a warning light for us to recognize, okay, there's something going on in our relationship that is an invitation for us to be able to examine that. Why am I feeling shame? In order to be fully known, we have to be able to fully share those kinds of things with each other. And I think there's inherent in that if we're holding on to shame, if we're holding on to things inside of us, that we really are fearful that if you were to know that about me, that you wouldn't love me or you would reject me or you would think less of me. Like if we're holding on to those types of things, it's always going to cause a level of distrust in the relationship. Because when you have something that's being concealed, something that's hidden, that is always having an impact on the relationship. It just is. right. And it may not be apparent, but there's something that's always there mm -hmm. under the surface that's impacting that relationship. So those two things go hand in hand. Unless we are able to be fully known, we're never going to be able to be fully trusted. And unless we are willing to allow our spouse to 
be fully known to us, you know, we're going to invite that from our spouse. Mm-hmm. We're never going to be able to fully trust our spouse. Mm-hmm. So you see those two things always work together. And so took a step back from that initial discussion about God's design for sex. And we started to look at what are some of those things in personally in our lives that had kept us from being able to be fearless in love. And then to what elements kind of of our relationship that need to be present for us to be able to love fearlessly and to be able to be in a place where we can truly be one flesh in the way that this verse is talking about. Or experience, experience the reality of us being one flesh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So kind of coming full circle now, and we're going to, we're going to begin to have that conversation about what, what it looks like to be one flesh. And that, that one flesh is, it's something that is, yes, it's physical oneness with each other. It's sexual intimacy between a husband and wife, that fullness of physical connection, Mm -hmm. but it's also the emotional connection, the spiritual connection. And those things are all tied up together Mm -hmm. in this idea of being fearless in love. Yes. And so as we think about that and we think about, well, what does a vision for being fearless in love look like? Like what are some of those elements, you know, based on the things that we've talked about, and just based on our own experience, what are some of those elements that come to to your mind as you think about being fearless in love? Yes, I think of being able to fully give of yourself in love, fully loving, like me fully being able to love you without any reservation mm-hmm. and also being able to receive the love that you have for me without reservation, which makes me think of the naked and unashamed fully being fully known and fully loved without reservation. You know, it's a full knowing, it's a full loving and makes me think of love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. He wants us to love him in fullness because he first loved us. And then that absolutely transfers to our relationship here, our relationships on earth, and certainly husband and wife relationship, since it's meant to reflect our relationship with him. So it's loving you with all my heart, soul, mind, and strength. So fully loving you mm-hmm. and fully receiving the love you have for me. So I think that's where it starts. So it's like giving all of me to all of you and without reservation. And I think that is something that is really hard for people. So we had a conversation earlier today where we were thinking about like, what is it that makes that difficult? And I, and I thought about, you know, John Eldridge uh, has, he, he talks about how every boy and, and every man has this core question that they, they are always asking. And that is, do I have what it takes? Right. There's that always that wondering, do I have what Mm -hmm. it takes? And for a woman, he says, it's the the question is, am I lovely? Mm -hmm. And And am I worth fighting for? And am I worth fighting for? And so as we think about what makes it difficult to be fearless in love, Mm -hmm. I think so from a man's perspective, we've talked about how we are called as a man, as a husband to give 
to our wives first. We are called to love our wives as Christ loved the church, which if you didn't listen to the episodes that where we talked about that a few episodes ago, I encourage you to go back and listen to that. And mm-hmm. we really, we really unpack that with a lot of depth, I think, in terms of, you know, what does that look like? And I think as a man, if I think about what is it that keeps me from doing that, mm-hmm. it goes back to that question. You know, I think that question, do I have what it takes? Am I enough? And so the fear of being fully known that we talked about that keeps us from being fearless in love, that fear of being fully known, I think usually that's rooted in that question. Mm-hmm. Am I enough? Do I have what it takes? And when we feel in, in ourselves or we sense in our spouse that the answer to that is no, mm-hmm. or I'm not sure, then it naturally results in kind of a pulling back, uh, a shrinking back, because we're not sure we have that answer to that question. That is, that is core. Right. And so I think that is at the, the root, I think for a lot of men at the, you know, kind of the root or the, the barrier that keeps men from being fully all in to loving fearlessly. Right. And so as I think about that, for me, that definitely was true. And it was something that, and, and it still is sometimes. I mean, it's not like I'm, I've am i 100% arrived and that I always feel confident in the answer to that question. But it for me, you know, it really had to start with being confident in my relationship with the Lord. Mm-hmm. And it, and as, you know, as we've talked about in those previous episodes around about shame and about being kind to our younger selves and, and just being able to really process through with Jesus and get to a place of comfort that the answer to that question, as it relates to him, am I enough? His answer is yes. Yes. And as I have spent that time with him, I believe that to be true. Mm-hmm. And so it ha- for me, it had to start there mm-hmm. for me to be able to be in any kind of position to be able to then feel confident in that answer with you and to feel confident enough to expose those areas in me that really made me feel like, am I mm-hmm. enough? Do I have what it takes to be able to start to share some of those fears and and with you and some of those things from my past that that were keeping me from that to bring those things into light to come out of hiding to be able to feel confident enough that I'm okay with your response because I know where I stand with the Lord and unless I can be confident enough to bring those things to you you know rather than just assuming the answer is going to be that you don't think I am if I share those things with you you're going to reject me or you're not going to love me anymore you're going to think less of me and so I had to 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 get to that place to expose those things to you. And those things relate not just to our our relationship with each other, but they they translate into our physical relationship with each other too. Because if we don't have that level of confidence with each other and that desire to know each other, mm-hmm. you know, more fully, then we're we're going to not have the fullness of what the Lord desires. Mm-hmm. Or what he the way he created us, you know, the way he designed us, what he created us to be able to experience together to reflect that relationship between him and the church. Right. And, you know, I know we've talked about this before, but vulnerability shows incredible strength. 
And it is powerful as we share vulnerably with one another and find one another a safe place because that's who God is with our relationship with him. We can, we, he wants us to be so vulnerable with him, you know, pray without ceasing and constantly come to him. And what's he going to do? He's going to meet us with incredible hope and love and powerful healing. And that's who he is. And if we can be a reflection of him to one another and in that place of, you know, you coming to me or me coming to you and finding a place of security, of love, of hope, of belief in you, it's just incredibly powerful because that's what God does for us. And Jesus, I mean, he literally came, he died on the cross so that we could be restored to him so that he, we could have our lives restored so that we could experience the fullness of who he created us to be. And so because of what he has done, the truth is, yes, we are enough because he lives in the believer and he is, he is enough. And so of course we are enough, but we have to believe it and receive the, the truth that he has made us brand new. He's given us what it takes. And am I lovely? Yes, I am lovely because he says I am lovely. And so really just that intimate relationship with him and understanding truly what he's done to be able to give us newness of life, life to the full so that we can extend that to one another and we can reflect who he is to the world. It's just, it's incredibly powerful. So the vulnerability, the being able to have that atmosphere of we are for one another. We are here to cheer each other on. We are here to encourage one another, build one another up and speak truth into one another about who we are in Christ. We just can't say enough how incredibly needed and powerful that is. This marriage relationship to reflect Christ in the church, it is one where we should be able to come to each other and know we're going to find the most powerfully safe place where we can truly share where we're at and be lifted up. Mm -hmm. And that empowers then the whole God's whole plan of masculine feminine, what that looks like, that empowers us to live that out. And it's incredibly life-giving as we've talked about. Yeah, absolutely. And I know for me, it was more the fear of being fully known that kept me from being Mm -hmm. a fearless lover. Mm -hmm. For you, I think it was more that it was more the side of the the fear of fully trusting. Mm -hmm. And so maybe like, what are some of the things that you have been able to experience, walk through, like what, what are some of the things that have helped you learn to be able to trust more? I know again, you you haven't fully arrived in that either, but Mm -hmm. just like what, what are some of the things from your perspective that have, I guess, built more Mm -hmm. of that trust made you feel like you could, you could trust more? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think my struggle was giving myself fully to you in a place where I could, where I felt like I could trust that you were going to love me in that place, no matter what, no matter what that looked like. And day by day that I could count on you meeting me in that place with love. And I think what's helped me is to see that your heart is to love me every single day and you're human. And so you're not going to do it perfectly just as I'm not going to love you perfectly, but seeing that that is your desire and you're walking towards that and you're asking the Lord to show you that 
more and more. And so that's that's been one way that my trust has just increased. But mostly I think it's just been asking the Lord about it and hearing him tell me over and over again that you can trust me. It's really trusting the Lord to do the work in our relationship in my heart and in yours. And just as I trust him, I'm able to trust you more just because I trust him. (laughs) And therefore that frees you up more to be able to walk into loving me day by day. So I think for me, it's as I have turned to the Lord for that, it's not like, well, he's going to do that better day by day. (laughs) It's not him. It's not, it hasn't been that it's been the Lord doing a work in me. Do you trust, do you Kristen trust me, the Lord to do my work in you and in your husband to bring you to that place of experiencing just more fullness in being fearless in love. And so as I have put my trust in him, I've seen him do a mighty work in my heart to have more grace, to believe the best, to encourage you. And I've seen him just continue to do a mighty work in and through you as you have sought him. And so really, the beautiful thing is, it's drawn me closer to the Lord and trusting him more and then seeing, wow, he's so faithful. He is so faithful. He will do the work, especially the more I let go and hands off and just trust him to do it. That's when I feel like he moves most. I feel like that gives that gives space for you to be able to just hear from him instead of feeling like you're trying to please me in something I want you to do or mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it it is a process. It's not an an overnight thing. Uh it could be. I mean, I guess the you know the Lord can do it uh, in a moment, you know. But it's not oftentimes that's not because I think there is a process that he's wanting us to walk through with him mm-hmm. as well as with our spouse. Right. And in many and maybe every way, that's the more mm-hmm. important mm-hmm. of the the two things. He just, just immediately does that. We miss out on a lot of learning in, about what his relationship is mm-hmm. with us, mm-hmm. about how he loves us, about how we can be fearful in our day-to-day lives. He exposes those things to us so that we can learn to become fearless, mm-hmm. that we can learn that his perfect love casts out all fear. And if we can learn that in our relationship with him, that we can walk in total freedom, completely without fear, then you know, that allows us then to more effortlessly let that flow out of us into you know, all of the relationships around us, and particularly the relationship the husband or wife if we are married. So I think that, yeah, I think just allowing ourselves to really enjoy that process of learning and experiencing and and not look at it as this big task that we have to do. Mm-hmm. Or, and to be able to do it free from expectations. Expectations are oftentimes the the killer of intimacy. When we think this is what has to happen, or I'm looking for this from my spouse and just expecting these things to happen. And if they don't, then fall back into those patterns of, well, here we go again. And those are, those things are rooted in expectations that I think if we can let go of that, and as you said, just learn to trust the Lord in the process and what he's bringing each other through, then there's so much freedom and joy that can come from that. And so so really this today, this discussion today is 
a, I'm going to say a precursor to a more in-depth discussion about how these things that we've talked about really do relate to one flesh, how they play out in you know our intimate relationships with each other. And so we're going to dive into that more next time and probably for several times after that. So as we begin to think about wrapping that, what other thoughts, if any, are on you know, your mind around this vision for being fearless in love? I mean, I think it's what we're, it's what we're made for is to love. And until we allow ourselves to love and to experience love and to give love, we're just missing out on, on truly the very core of who we are and what God created us to, to be and to do. And so I think it's just really important to seek the Lord in this and ask him those areas where we feel fearful to be able to fully give ourselves to love because, you know, we hear guard your heart and all of those kinds of things. And we need to be wise about our relationships, but to hold back loving people especially our spouse, or to hold back loving God, or to hold back receiving his love, or to hold back receiving the love of our spouse or brother or sister in Christ, we're just missing out. And so I I just, I guess I want to encourage us (laughs) and encourage those who are listening just to seek the Lord in where am I fearful to love? Where am I fearful to receive and to give love? And just asking the Lord and really hearing his heart on that and then seeking him and being able to to love in the way he created us to. I just I think it's really, really important and really exciting to think about experiencing the fullness of of that. Yeah. And so that's a really good point. And you know, one of the things we do want to do as we wrap each of our sessions is to give you a little bit of a homework assignment, uh, something that you can take away. And so I think what you just described for this time is what we would like to encourage you to do. And that is to take some time, you know, set aside some time where you could just be you and the Lord, whether that's with a journal or just in prayer time, where you can ask that question, Lord, where am I fearful to love? Like what, what areas am I fearful to love? Where am I holding back? love and why and ask that question of the lord and if you're journaling you know we just write down the things that you're hearing and then i want to encourage you if you're married both husband and wife do that independently and then come back together and have a discussion around what the lord showed you in that and for those of you who are not married do the same exercise and then share that with a friend, have a discussion with a friend where you share that with the friend and encourage the friend to do the same thing. And because I think just beginning to expose those things to the light in conversation has so much power in breaking the chains, the things that, that are you know holding us back in those areas. So we really want to encourage you this week to, to do that and yeah, just experience God's love, love others, fearlessly. That's the charge. (laughs) And as always, grateful that you spent the time uh, listening to us today. Hopefully you found value in it. If you did, we would really love to have you write a review on whichever podcast platform you are listening on. It really does help to, to spread the word 
And so if you would do that, and if you haven't already rate the podcast, I'm excited about the these next podcasts that we're, we're going to be getting more into again, sexual intimacy and what that looks like. And so you know, that is something we feel like the Lord has really kind of placed a burden on us to bring a new vision for sexuality. And so I'm excited about what's going to come. And so the opportunity to be able to get more people to see the podcast would really be valuable to us. So if you'd be willing to do that, that would be great and share it with your friends. And we look forward to the conversation next week. And until then. Together, let's learn to love fearlessly. Fearlessly.